Thank you for joining us here on this Sunday, May 1st, 2022, with the First Love Ministry at the First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois. This is Youth Sunday, and the youth are in charge of service. The sermon will be presented by seniors Lauren Flagler and Catherine Ott. The Gospel reading is taken from John 3. 27 through 35. Our scripture reading is 1 John 2, 6 through 14. The time with children is shared by seniors Lauren Flagler and Catherine Ott. Our special music selection, Jesus is Lord, is performed by soloist Catherine Ott. After the operatory, you will hear Lauren Flagler and God having a short conversation. We pray that all is well and safe in your family and that you have a joyful, peaceful week. God bless. The Gospel reading is from John 3, 27 to 35. Let us listen, listen to the word of God. John answered, no one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, that God is true. He whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hands. This is the word of the Lord.
The scripture reading is from John 2, 6, 14. Let us listen to the word of God. Whoever says, I abide in him, ought to walk just as he did. Beloved, I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you have uh, had us from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard, yet I am writing you a new commandment that is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light, and in such a person there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness, walks in the darkness, and does not know the way to go, because the darkness has brought on blindness. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven on account of his name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young people, because you have conquered the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young people, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. My name is Lauren Flagler, and I'm a senior at Jacksonville High School. I want to make something abundantly clear. I am so ready to move on to the next chapter of my life. I cannot wait to see what God has in store for me, but I've realized it's rather difficult to move forward without looking back to the past. There have been great memories, amazing friendships, and countless lessons I've learned. However, I cannot stand here and claim that it has all been sunny and joyful. Most of you have been through the four years that make up high school, so most of you understand when I say high schoolers are mean, ruthless, and full of gossip. It can be extremely hard to remove yourself from situations that fester gossip like no other, and even harder to speak up and stop the flow of hate. In those situations, I started to find myself feeling very uncomfortable, like that one tag inside your shirt that you didn't notice earlier, but you, know, you can't reach it and it's been bugging you all day. In my case, this tag was underneath my skin, unable to be simply cut away and be forgotten. One day, I realized that what I was feeling was there for a reason, telling me to stop partaking in the group gossip that occurred daily. Looking back, I know God was the creator of both my uneasiness and my relief. He would not have been doing what I would have been doing, and he made that clear to me. I needed to do better and start being more like him. Ephesians 5, chapters, or one and, verse 1 and 2 states, Be imitators of God in everything you do, for you will represent your Father as his beloved sons and daughters, and continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ. For he surrendered his life as a fragrant offering for us and a sacrifice to God. 
Today's theme of more of him, less of me, made me heavily ponder what I wanted to use my voice for and speak to you all about today. About a week of prayer later, and I still had no clue what message God wanted me to tell you. In that moment, I realized just how hard it is to be like God when you're struggling to feel like God. It seems obvious, but making that realization created a light bulb in my head, and I knew it was the moment that I had to reach in order to feel connected to him. I ask you all to close your eyes and remember a time, if you have experienced one, when you felt so far away from God that you questioned if he was even present with you. Why did you feel that way? And what occurrence brought you back from that state of disconnection? God works in wonderful, mysterious, and sometimes unseeable ways, but that doesn't mean he isn't constantly surrounding us and trying our faith. Until now, I hadn't truly known the meaning behind calling our faith in God a journey, but it is precisely that, a long and often difficult process of personal change and development. There can be no good without evil, no ups without downs, no light without darkness. Each of our moments we felt disconnected and what brought us back to God are unique and special to us. However, God connects us all. He shares his unconditional love, forgiveness, and humility with every single one of us, no matter where we come from, what we've done, and what we will do. Because of this, I implore all of you to take a moment sometime today and ask yourself how you can be more like God in the hardest and darkest moments because he doesn't give up on us on our good or our bad days. He loves us all, forgives us all the moment we ask, and treats us all with respect and care. What can you do today that Jesus would do? And through your actions, even when you don't want to? Will you keep the principles of Jesus in your heart, on your sleeve, and through your actions, even when you don't want to? Because our journeys are anything but easy. That is the message I believe God wanted me to share. And though it's a trying one, I know we can all rise to the challenge and push through our hardest times because we all have one thing in common, the unconditional love of God to all. Good morning. My name is Catherine Ott, and I am also a senior at Jacksonville High School. Today is May 1st meaning that in 19 days, I will officially be graduating high school and be part of the graduating class of 2022. But who's counting? <laughs> These past four years have been crazy and packed full of learning experiences that have led me to build the confidence and integrity I need for college. The topic for this Youth Sunday is more of him, capital H, and less of me. When we first hear this phrase, a few ideas come to mind. Going to church more often, being more active in church activities, staying awake during Pastor Jonathan's sermons. Just kidding, just kidding. They're very, very on topic. Yeah, I stay awake, I promise. Both of these things are easier said than done. The question that comes to my mind is, what does it truly mean to have more of him and less of me? Hopefully, by the end of my sermon, we all may have a better idea. This simple yet complicated idea is mentioned many times throughout the Bible. One of those times is the book Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24, where it states, 
If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let's read that again. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let me break that first that verse down, shall we? The phrase in more basic terms means if anyone wants to be my disciple and follow me, they must first deny they are their own ruler and take up their burdens and follow me. Sounds easy enough, but let's be honest with ourselves. Nobody is perfect and nobody, beside a select few, are able to completely drop all of their selfishness and carry all of their faults out in the open for everyone to see. We are human after all, but we certainly can try. Some solutions for our being human problem are immersing ourselves in God and in the church little or big C as much as we can. That includes the basics, like coming to church at least once a month, participating in church events like the most recent PAC event this past April 23rd, and the most important of all, in my opinion, reading the Bible. Those three things, while quite simple, truly make a difference in our faith journey and overall relationship with God. Now I am going to come right out and say, no, I do not read the Bible as much as I should. I'm currently preoccupied with reading Frankenstein and the Martian, two of the farthest from biblical books around. Although Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, does make references to Milton's Paradise Lost, which is a book about the devil and his crusade to overthrow God. Does it count? Definitely not. But I can try. Um, Back to paving the way in our faith journey. No one living today has completely given all of themselves to God. Isn't that the beauty of it, though? We try so hard every day of our lives to show others the, go- the love God has given us, whether it's intentional or not. The one thing we don't show, and try not to, is show others how, even with the strength of God backing us up, we make mistakes and oftentimes try to hide them from others in fear of letting those closest to us down. This is a flaw that we all carry, but we need to learn to carry that flaw with us out in the open, proudly, just like Jesus did when he carried all of our flaws, the cross, on his back to his own crucifixion. The scripture from Matthew 16 is not telling us that we have to be stiff Presbyterians that follow every word of the Bible exactly. What the Bible is trying to say is God wants us to follow the desires of our hearts and fulfill ours our every need, but we must do it, not by our own hand, but with God's will, helping us every step of the way. The analogy I like to use is a little kid trying to reach the top shelf and get him or herself a candy bar. The kid will try every method they can think of to get the candy bar by themselves. Usually, this method involves the dangerous climbing the unstable shelves maneuver. This is all because of the stubborn will of the human being and the constant want to be independent. What we don't want to admit to ourselves is that just like the little kid who is probably going to get cavities, we need God, or in this scenario, a taller adult, to reach the candy bar slash heart's desires and give us the guidance we require. This lesson will definitely transfer over to the beginning of a new chapter of my life, going to college and becoming more independent from my family. 
This is going to be a huge adjustment from me and my family, including Jeffrey, my brother, who will now have all of the attention on him. Good luck, not so little, bro. Some of the things I hope to learn in these next four years are not only about my major, law enforcement and justice administration, but also have the ability to put all of my trust in God and what plan he has for me and my purpose here on earth. Personally, I can't wait to find out. What I am trying to get at is, in order to live our lives as God intended us to live, we must first put God before us instead of ourselves. It's extremely hard, though, with help from God, whether that be his guidance from the Bible or guidance from his devoted followers like Pastor Jonathan or anyone else who glows with the Lord's love, we can begin to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Can I ask you a question? What's on your mind? Hey, there he is. (laughs) What if I want to stay home all day and just watch TV and I don't see other people? Well, then I'll let you borrow my Netflix login. They don't charge me extra for password sharing. That's not exactly what I meant. Earlier you said that to put you first, I have to be you to others. But what if I'm not around other people? Well, yes, I said that was one way to do it. There are lots of ways to prioritize our relationship. What happens if they don't work? What do I do when I've tried all the things and I still don't feel like there's more of you and less of me? If you truly put in the work, however you choose to do it, that's enough for me. How will I know what to do, though? Well, you already do lots of them. When you pray, when you read your Bible, even when you feel me while you listen to music. Those are just a few of the ways you already put me first. Make sure that I'm a part of everything that you do. It's not always going to be fireworks and thin places, but even in the slow moments, you just keep doing what you're doing. What if that isn't enough? I know your heart, Lauren Flagler, my beloved. You are always enough. And you know what? What? I will always be here to remind you of that. When life gets exciting and busy, and you need a reset to reprioritize, turn to me, and I'll be there. That makes me feel a whole lot better. I'm glad to hear it. Just remember, even when it doesn't feel like it, I'm always going to be right here with you. If you found this podcast inspirational, and would like to support the First Love Ministry programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is 217-245-4189. You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. That's office at F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G. Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash first 
F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night, and we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you, either by email, mail, or phone. God bless, and may you have a peaceful and safe year.